What's up, people? Um, we may be skipping again tonight. I'm not sure if my feed is skipping again. If not, it is recorded on YouTube for YouTube tomorrow, which will be uh, out in the morning. I think the sound uh, is all good, but um, for some reason, my OBS seems to be overheating. I don't know if I put uh, the right antifreeze in it right now. Uh, it might be all right now, but uh, welcome to the room, people. Uh, I got to see if I have sound first. I'm always paranoid about that. Uh, we got a really cool show tonight. I'm just hoping we're not on delay. So let me see what's going on right here. Uh, I could not uh, tag Bobby McCarron here. Oh, it looks great. It looks great so far. Hopefully uh, it doesn't blow up. But I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Uh, so anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm burping all over the place. Anyway. So anyway, we are live on Instagram, on the Ambassador of the Fighters Instagram page. Um, so if you want to check us out there, a behind-the-scenes kind of look at uh, how we do things here, uh, you can check it out there, or you can uh, check us out on YouTube tomorrow, where, um, you know, hopefully the edits are better than how it's uh, turning out on Facebook. Uh, but it looks like it's all right right now, so uh, we'll see what's going on. But um, I will be calling Nick Marcello from New England Combat Sports, a great, great new media company in New England covering combat sports, all combat sports. Mostly it's been jiu-jitsu because that's all that's been going on being allowed to be go on in new england so they've been covering that extensively i'm going to talk to these guys about how they got started i met them at uh the enigma um uh <clears throat> sorry grand opening tournament uh in january the beginning of january we are still in january but we are at the end of january so uh time travels fast so I had a great time with those guys. Those guys did so many cool things at that show. I got to see how they worked behind the scenes, which uh, was really, really cool. And they put a great, uh, great, great highlight video together about the whole the whole tournament. So it was really special. It was a great day. And uh, I thank them for letting me be involved. Also, shout out to Pay-Per-View Productions, who um, was a partner with... New England Combat Sports that day at Enigma, Enigma at their tournament. And, uh, I mean, it was a well-oiled machine. So we're going to talk to Nick about uh, his company, New England Combat Sports, and how he kind of uh, teamed up with uh, Pay-Per-View uh, to get some production shit out there and with Enigma and Christos Papadelos, how they all got together and uh, kind of what, what's in store for them in 2021. They got another tournament. Uh, let me take a sip of my green tea. They got another tournament in March. It's on a Saturday. And we're going to talk to Nick about that also uh, because he's doing a lot of media, a lot of uh, a lot of highlight stuff, uh, a lot of stuff to get ready for that. Uh, so what's up, everyone out there? Uh, hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully my, um, my OBS isn't overheating like last week when everything was skipping. It was a really pisser. Uh, but we are on YouTube. We will be on YouTube in the morning. This whole podcast will be there, and it will be perfect. Uh, so with that said, uh, we're going to get a couple of minutes. All right, before I call Nick, I want to uh, throw this out there. There was a couple of announcements of New England fighters that are fighting um, in 
February, February 12th, both of them for two different organizations, though. Um, Richie Santiago will be fighting, and uh, I'll be flashing that poster in a second. Richie Santiago will be fighting on February 12th, and Fabio Charant will be fighting on February 12th also, but he will be at a different promotion fighting for their 205 light heavyweight professional title. So I'm going to flash their two posters uh, right there. So Santiago is at Titan FC. I do believe that is in Florida. And uh, Charant headlining main event, I would imagine, at um, LFA, which is huge. Both um, fight pass, fight pass, fights, cards. Jeff Joy, how you doing? Danny Navarro, Carlos, e Carlos Eastwood. How's everyone doing out there tonight? So, um, so with that said, we got Sharant. He takes this guy out. Uh, that's a trip right to the UFC. Fabio Sharant, I'll call it right now. He wins that championship. He will be in the UFC in the next couple of months if he's healthy. If he's healthy, he'll be in the UFC by April, I say, um, with that said. So uh, what time is it? Uh, we got another minute. So Santiago, I'm not sure if he's fighting at 135. I would imagine it's 135, his first fight back in some time through the COVID times. So um, he's fighting a 6-0. The, the dude, uh, Montez, uh, is 6-0. Young dude, uh, not that... Richie isn't a young dude, but Richie is a veteran compared to this kid. Uh, Richie has fought um, on the Contender Series. Uh, and we will have Richie on the show, hopefully next week. Not on the live podcast. I will be interviewing him on a one-on-one -on -one and talking about what's going on through uh, all his training and uh, his matchup and all that good stuff. So uh, it'll be edited really, 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 really cool. So let me see if um, Nick is ready. Let me get that. Oh, that was a kind of meme. That wasn't, <laughs> we weren't ready for that. So uh, Nick is right here. How you looking? You ready? I'm going to say ready. This will be the first time Nick is on the show. Um, and it's really cool. I'll be interested to talk to him about, um, yeah, he's ready, how uh, he got started in this. Hopefully my video works because, I, I you know, I think I'm going to screw everything up all the time. So here we go. My, Nick Marcello from New England Combat Sports. Let me uh, get him on here. Nick, my man. Steve. Hey, uh, you're not on the, you're not on yet. I gotta set your stuff up. They can hear you and stuff, but uh, how you doing, buddy, man? Uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, let me get you on. I gotta get your profile picture up here so everyone can see your Instagram handle and all that good stuff, my friend. Uh, so uh, Nick, um, where you calling from? Before I uh throw you on here live. Denver, actually. Uh really, Denver? What you doing in Denver? Trying to uh, grow this a little bit. Oh, really? So you all right? So all right, man. Let's all right. We'll get to Denver. We'll we'll talk about what you're growing first, and then we'll get to Denver and what you're doing over there, my friend. So Nick, first time on the show. Uh, lots of things happening to you in the last like under a year since uh, you know COVID took over uh, everyone. So man. First, I want to say congratulations on everything that you've done so far as far as media 
and getting yourself out there and, uh, you know, selling your product and, you know, just the, the, the path you made so quickly. So congratulations, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so brother, first question is, man, uh, I know you got a little background in the martial arts. I've seen you rolling and stuff like that, but first brother, let's talk about New England combat sports and how it came about, how you got the idea and, and the, the, the inspiration behind it. Um, I mean, like the short answer probably would be one day I was at uh, skill of strength, just doing my normal routine and, uh, Calvin just came off a big knockout. So he was kind of like the man. And um, it was the first time I really saw a New England guy on ESPN. So um, he came over to, to me and my coach at the time, and we both, uh, like, talked to him. We were like, oh, congratulations. You know, that's, that's cool to be on ESPN. And he was like, yeah, it is. So uh, I don't know. I kind of started, like, remembering back in, uh, back in high school. I used to watch uh, other people's game film on this uh, website, Huddle. So it, it kind of just made the connection. I was like, well you know, maybe regional guys could start to build like our own network and kind of have like our own highlight reels. So, um, that's kind of what started it. But like, as far as inspiration, like I've, I've always been training, like I grew up in MMA gyms and stuff. So like really like, it was just kind of my way of like, kind of, uh, I guess giving back a little bit. Like I, I've just, I've gotten so much from martial arts. Like I've taken so much in, it's just kind of like, it, it's nice to have an outlet for it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm such a weird guy walking around. Like, there's like pride guys, but I'm like a CES guy. Like, I can tell you like these weird, weird stories and stuff. And like, I've just like been in camps that are like, nobody cares about but me. You know what I mean? So like, it's just, uh, it's nice to like just get that out there. And like, it's at the point now where like each individual fighter kind of has their own like team like rallying behind them. So like, you put something out there, you get to see like their whole network like just really appreciate it. So like, I think that's kind of what keeps me going as I'm doing it. Excellent. Um, do you have background? Did you have background in, uh, you know, in editing, anything like that? Or, uh, you know, how'd you get, how'd you uh, jump over that, that, that hurdle there? Man, I, I don't really know. Like I kind of, I guess I knew more than the average person. Right. So, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just kind of started messing around and like, to be honest with you, what, what really happened was Christos, Connor and I all competed on the same day. And Connor had just bought his little camera and like, I, I was kind of thinking, Oh, it'd be cool if we could get like a graphic on the screen that said like, you know, like our name with the time. And that was just kind of the start of it. And like, I just kind of gears started turning and I started doing it for other people and people started to dig it. So like, I kind of got really in depth with it and you know, four or five months later, here we are. Uh, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of uh, Googling, how do I, you know what I mean? Like a lot of that, or is it a lot of, uh, you know, uh, asking questions to people that kind of knew what was going on. Um, I got a shout out with Sard Productions because, like, he he's been really really helpful as far as like, just kind of like helping me break stuff down. Like, I kind of watch what he does and like he'll he'll teach me some stuff. But honestly, it's a lot of trial and error, just throwing stuff out there and seeing what gets a response. And like, I don't know. Like, I do something every single day. You know what I mean? It's just like martial arts. Like, if you're gonna get better at it, you gotta put work in. So I put in hours you know what i mean like 12 hour days aren't uncommon for for something like this to get done like it's just funny like you'll think you have everything done and then somebody drops out and then all of a sudden you need to make 12 graphics for one guy on <laughs> such short notice so yeah that's kind of exactly. that's kind of my thing is like i, I don't want to be like one of those one of those promotions where it's like ah just throw a just throw like a little shadow guy up there yeah. it'll be fine because like it drives me nuts it drives me absolutely nuts so like 
I kind of pride myself on being able to do that for people and just like, oh, guys, like no sleep tonight. We're going to do this. It's it's great, too. I mean, the fight is appreciated. It looks awesome. And it's art. You're creating art. And it's 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 passion, man. You, you, you're getting feedback, which makes you want to do it even more. But it, you're creating it. It's yours. And, it, you know, you know, I don't do the extent to yours, but when I make a podcast or I create something and I did it all, you know, by scratch and stuff, man, it's it, it's something that someone can't, you know, it, it, it's art to me. You know what I mean? And uh, you're learning every day. Like you said, you're you're always putting something out there and, and you're seeing if it sticks or not. And you got to keep throwing it out there, man. Uh, you know, you can't be afraid of failing in this. Right, right. And that's like. It's a big thing too. Like you got to be exposed and like a lot of people don't want to do that, which is crazy to me because they're like, it's a lot of fighters. You know what I mean? Like they go out there like in their underwear and they roll around with each other. But like, when it comes to like, Hey, you like, you want to do an interview? They're like, Whoa, Whoa. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm like, like I, I put on an event. I'm like, guys, you just get a picture taken so we can put on like a graphic and everybody's like, mm, really want my picture taken. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, yeah. Humor me, humor me for ten <laughs> seconds, and then like they see the results. And they're yeah. like, oh, I get it. Like it, it's, uh, I think that's my favorite thing about this is like I can sit here and and flap my gums for hours, and nobody's gonna see the value. But if I make a graphic and people can physically like understand what I'm talking about, it, yeah. it changes everything. Um, you, you know, I met you. I've I've been seeing what you did, been doing because I'm friends with Christos, and I, you know, I've been him and I have been following each other for a while now. Um, you know, and you know, I seen you guys from the highlight films you were making with him when he kind of, when he would go into competition, he was talking about, he had a friend that would like come there. Is that, was that you or was that the paper, uh, pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view most, production most guy? Like, uh, most likely that's Connor Hughes, a pay-per-view production. Okay. He's the one that does all those really cool videos that kind of like highlight the whole day. Like, it's pretty incredible how fast he's come along too. He's another one, man. Like he, he got the camera and then I started making graphics right around the same time. And like his progression is insane because if you go back and watch that first video, like that really started it all. It's, it's unwatchable, but uh, (laughs) we are now. So, I mean, we're getting better each time. Excellent. Yeah. And do you guys team up on a lot of stuff or was that kind of, you just ran into each other and you kind of, you know, were you at the Enigma, I'm going to ask you like 12 questions in one question, yeah, but, uh, but at Enigma, were you guys, uh, as a team there or were you doing your own separate things? Um, I think it's kind of just understood at this point, like how we function together. So I put on my own event. I did the, uh, Madeleine invitational in December and we really had no clue what we were doing, to be honest with you. We, and we got hit with a snowstorm too. So we lost a lot of people the day yeah. of, like I have a photographer that fell out, I had fighters fall out. So we really tried to make the best of it and um, try to get something on the streaming service. And it wasn't ideal, but we ended up making it work. Um, moving forward with the next one, we had a much clearer idea of what needed to happen. And we had a lot more like hands involved. So now that we're kind of like established and doing this and people kind of see what exactly like the results are, now we're starting to get people that want to like hold the cameras and want to be involved. And, and it's great. Like it's, the more the more people we have helping out that know what they're doing and are passionate and want to do things like that that kind of takes some stuff off my plate so I don't have to film and edit and do yeah. graphics and this and that I can just do the graphics and they're going to be the best possible graphics and people are going to film it's going to be the best possible film so that's kind of what we're going towards really but um we don't really team up on very much it's kind of like we have separate separate entities it's very strange it's kind of everybody's self-sufficient and we just kind of 
all come together and it works out great. It's really, it's really ironic. We have like somebody doing graphic design and video production and running a gym, but it, it's kind of just came together for a reason. It's very, very strange. Well, it, it a, works. a lot of dudes, a lot of guys, uh, a lot of gym coaches, owners and stuff, they, they had a resort to that during COVID was to learn how to get online, how to, you know, how to do that stuff, how to be, you know, social media, uh, you know, savvy at this point, you know what I mean? So, you know, COVID helped a lot of gyms. It, it, you know, made a lot of gyms fail too, but you know, the people that had to think out of the box and, and, you know, really, you know, the ambitious ones really got online there and they made things work for themselves. And, uh, dude, you know what you're doing for new England. Cause there's not enough guys, covering the New England scene as far as anything other than MMA. I mean, you're over all over jiu-jitsu. It's the only thing happening right now, but that's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother world right there and stories that need to be told and, and, you know, matches that need to be seen. You know what I mean? As far as the New England level, cause we get amazing athletes out there. Um, not only MMA crossovers or MMA guys that are, you know, great in jiu-jitsu, but just jiu-jitsu competitors as a whole in New England, man. And you guys are doing it for them right now, man. Yeah, I mean, like, that that's a completely separate goal, too. You know, like, you get these guys, like, like not to toot my own horn, but, you know, it's 60-hour weeks, like, working, and then on top of that, training to compete and, like, still managing to get it done. It's like... That, that's what, like, I'm proud of, you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with, like, the tournament itself. It's more, like, what led up to that, and, like, nobody really cares because nobody really tells the story, and you go to grappling industries, and it's, like, I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't like competing with an AAU basketball game going on. I don't I don't like their, have, I don't like five-year-old kids around me when I compete. I want to compete. I want to actually, like, go do, like, we're, we're trying to, somewhat bring it back to what jujitsu used to be it used to be in a gym it used to be two guys it used to be sub only it used to be who's the better submission artist not like who's the best at, at points and like that's kind of what it's become is like give me 120 dollars compete and whatever happens happens and then nobody really cares about your match and like the way i've always seen it was like if i'm paying you 120 dollars, you work for me so like you're providing insurance and a mat and all this stuff like why is it not up to par like why is it why is it acceptable to DQ me? Because I didn't hear my match was coming up because I don't know. It's just these, these stupid little things. And uh, it's kind of motivated us to do like our own thing and really take it into our own, our own hands and kind of like, you know, why don't we tell these guys stories? Like what, what's wrong with the 90% of us that do this regionally and, you know, have a wife and kids and work yeah. a job and have responsibilities and stuff. And like, there, there needs to be something for, for us. Like it's cool. CES is the bridge to the UFC, but, what about the guys that are perfectly content working a job and taking care of things around here and still want the recognition because like they deserve it. There's no difference. There's really no difference. Exactly. Exactly. Um, dude, as far as, uh, you know, you and stuff, you, you got a bunch of stuff. I mean, you have a pay-per-view that you're teamed up with. Is that a separate thing or is that something that, uh, you're, you're promoting for someone else, another kind of uh, partner or something. Um, are, are you talking about the streaming service? Yeah, the streaming service because just, I mean, you're doing it all. I mean, you come out of COVID like with, with, with everything going on right now, man. Yeah, so I mean, again, like I, my, my whole plan was kind of, I wanted to help existing promotions 
step it up but nobody seemed interested everybody kind of brushed me off so i was like you know what like i know what i want to do i'm just going to do it so a big part of it was um i needed a place to host my content that wasn't youtube because it's so hard to find stuff on youtube now it gets buried and like i uh i wanted to monetize it so i could get something back on it and i didn't want to like charge like anything astronomical too so i kind of found this model that works and i was like you know 199 a month that's that's pretty reasonable for what we're doing because we are learning you know what i mean it's uh it's asking people to help us like get something back so we can help like up our production value because you know it costs money to do this stuff as you know like that whole setup you have right there wasn't nobody gave it to you exactly like you do have to have to level up production so I think uh, charging one ninety nine a month is pretty fair, but that's that's kind of what we're doing is we're just putting out these like pay per view events for one ninety nine a month, or I think it's twelve ninety nine for the whole year. So it really really helps us out. Uh, you guys can find that at regionalcombatsports.com. dot uh, com. Just go to the watch tab and subscribe. But uh, there's a whole bunch of free content on there too. Some some uh, videos we've taken at Grappling Industries or. Just existing fighters that have asked to be on there and stuff, just like throwing out content. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you guys don't want to subscribe, you just want to check out the free stuff every now and then. We throw out a free fight, so just keep an eye on it. Regionalcombatsports.com. Excellent. And you know what? You're giving um, these other competitors competitors a film to look at. You know, I mean, we got all these competitions. Yeah. I mean, they they don't. You know, it's giving them study. You know what I mean? And it's also giving uh, the the you know the the beginner or you know the intermediate guy uh, or girls footage to look at to see these moves in real competition. It isn't you know, it, it's real time. You know what I mean? And these transitions, man, are real. And to see that in at a level like this, I mean, it's great, man. What you're doing. And uh, as far as the streaming service, uh, it's at New England Combat uh, CombatSports.com. Does Regional, uh, regional combat sports. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, ha- I have it up here. The picture of it right here. Um, that I stole everything off your Instagram. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about that too. Uh, yeah, we got about 10 more minutes before, uh, I have Bobby on, which you know, very, who, you know, very well, but, um, like That's I said, us. yeah, dude, you got it everywhere. Um, your Instagram, as far as like, I reached out to you because I do most of my uh, my video in- call-ins are mostly through Messenger and stuff. That works very good for me. Uh, there's a couple of uh, great avenues that people use, but this works great for me. But I couldn't get you on uh, on Facebook or uh, or nothing. You're you're huge on where Instagram, um, you is it YouTube or just online uh, and. Um, Slowly building a YouTube presence. All right. Slowly, slowly. But I will, I will eventually grow the Facebook too. It's just Instagram's the big one right now. Yeah. I mean, everybody seems to be on it. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I I uh took like a video of your Instagram showing some of your stuff there. So I'm gonna play it as we talk about that because your Instagram's boom, booming, buddy. Um, you know, you have your highlight nice. stuff on there. You have your um, you know, your promotions of the fights going on, the fighters and stuff like that. You have your own podcast going on too that you recently started so dude yeah, brand new dude you're like you don't stop i work a full-time job i work 60 hours a day as soon as i get out of work uh, my kids are grown so i don't have to watch them or anything as soon as i get out of work i come right into this podcast room and i sit here for like six to eight hours and then i go home sleep go back to work you you're in there for 12 like you're, you're like 20 wait would you sleep at the desk like what's going on um, goes on 
Uh, well, I'm very fortunate. Um, I, I kind of have the luxury that for the longest time I've had a job that allowed me to do that. So it was a lot of um, a lot of downtime, but also when work needed to be done, I needed to put away my stuff and you know actually work. But it was also an office setting, so it was you know very easy for me to do it. They were you know they were fine with it. Um, now I'm kind of just I, I've figured it out. You know I've I've got the formula down. So it's uh, it, it's just so simple to set it up and just do something from my phone, like in the car, and yep. like I'm just living my life. And it's just like it's it's kind of just how I do things now. But I mean. Yeah, I've, I've just gotten used to it. I'm sure my lady hates it a little bit. I've, I've definitely, I've definitely uh, changed, changed some things. I was never a phone guy, ever. Yeah. But, um, when, it, when it's actually doing something and it's like benefiting people and I'm getting such a positive reaction from it, you know, that I, I can't help but do it, so... Hey, dude, I got three phones. Like, I use, I use three phones. I got three right now. I got one, two. I got one that's uh, filming live on Instagram right now. Dude, like like you, uh, I have a job that I have. I get I have downtown time, so I do most of my editing on my Android phone. Like, you know, put the right. uh, picture montage, grab video from Instagram, stuff like that. If I want to add it into the podcast, uh, so dude, it's multitasking. Not everyone can do that. That's why you know you're you're doing you're successful and you you're growing like real quick at it. Because not everyone can multitask like that and keep doing it every day and every right. day, man. And and I think that's you know that's something martial arts has taught me. I was I was notorious for overtraining. Like I I was brutal, like I, absolutely brutal. But like it kind of developed this weird mindset where it's like I can just go forever. And like I don't I don't know. It, it's just it, it's one of those things when I see results, I'm just like, like pro- probably a little unhealthily addicted to positive results. So I just, I can't stop. It's just, it's our addiction, I just, brother. I have, to, have to see how big it can get. Yeah. You know? It's our addiction, man. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's a passion. Uh, not that I want to call it an addiction, but dude, uh, you know, my, you know, my girlfriend's called that, said that to me, you need an intervention, Steve. She tried to shut Facebook and Instagram off on me and I freaking almost had a heart attack. So, uh, yeah. dude, I just played, uh, um, a video of you rolling in a competition. I stole a bunch of shit off you, uh, there, uh, as far as, uh, the rolling, where are you with that? Um, I, and are you going to get in one of these, uh, Enigma jiu-jitsu rolling, uh, tournaments coming up? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as of right now, I'm in Denver. Like I said, I'm probably going to be setting up at 10th plane at Denver out here just specifically because, um, given the rule set that this, this thing is kind of taken, it's very sub only, very no gi heavy. So, I mean, that's probably the perfect spot for me to go set up shop and, and kind of develop my skills. I think the plan would be for me to grab a training partner and maybe get some more talent out there and start to, get things going where we start cross promoting some people, but that is the plan to get on there. I mean, I'm not quite established out here yet. So I kind of need to like set some things up and, and figure out what I'm doing. I'd like to get Christos's event behind me and then I'll kind of, kind of worry about competing and stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's kind of, kind of my thing was like, I, I really like no geese up only. And it was really just the good fight and those were super hit or miss. So now we have like a, solid like roster of guys that are all about it so and growing every day so excellent yeah you're doing great things man and uh, you know i you know i met you for the first time at uh the enigma jiu-jitsu tournament 
And Ooh, I, that's kind of fake news. That's fake news. What do you so, mean? Why did I meet you somewhere? Where did I meet you? I, dude, I'm apologize if I. No, it's you. all good. It's all, all good. Right. So I was in basketball shorts and a sweaty white t-shirt at Triforce, and you were interviewing Keith Jeffrey, and I was blown away way back when. I was like, oh wow, there's media here. This gym is so legit. It was a game changer for me. Dude, I forgot to ask you about that. Let me flash that because I I, I put a picture That's montage. Way back when. I put a picture montage up earlier of you. Uh, I'm gonna play it as we talk, because I've seen you at Tyreen De Silva. Triforce is literally twelve minutes from where I where I live down the you know down the road. Oh, I, I, I work seven minutes from there. I actually rode there for a while um, until they started like killing me because I'm old and stuff like that. So um, and I saw you in pictures and I'm saying, what a small world. I said, where, where is uh where do you live? Like where's your um you know. Do you have a residence? Are you in a camper? Are you in one of those awesome, <laughs> awesome? I'm not, I'm not in a camper. I'm not in a camper. Um, I've just, uh, I've had an eventful life, I guess. But uh, originally, I'm from Rhode Island. Um, I kind of had terrible luck with coaching at first. Like every gym I went to seemed to close down, and the owner would skip town right after. So um, it was just kind of a thing. Like I, I went to Iron Will, they shut down. I went to New England Combat, they shut down. Uh, Triforce took me in, but I didn't really know much because I had terrible gym etiquette because the other two gyms didn't teach me anything. So <laughs> Spicely beat me up. And I, I just had like, I just had a terrible run of it. So, um, I, yeah, I, I kind of learned the first time I really learned technique was at Triforce and they just kind of, from there I'd been everywhere. Amazing. Those guys are like best friends, like to me, like they've been in this podcast room so many times. I actually, uh, talked to John Doomer. Last week, he's got some news coming out. I think it might have dropped out. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. So, were you stopping that? Nothing to do with you. But I'm gonna have him down with a couple of. I probably have Tyreem in here again with him, uh, and we're gonna yes. we're gonna talk about what's been going on. But uh, shut up over there, uh, dude. Last thing I want to say is uh, you got a bunch of stuff coming out for this um, for this Enigma. Do you have anything else that you're promoting before this tournament, or is this it for you? Um, so right now, Enigma's the, the next thing we have coming up. He's probably going to be doing this all year long, guys. So if anybody's interested, hit up Christos, hit up Enigma Academy on Instagram. But, um, yeah, so he's got that event coming up. I'm running, like, uh, trying to do something similar to Grappling Industries where it's a lot less intense and a lot more people can join. So, um, we're going to be doing a sub-only thing in May. Uh, that's going to be, like, the Boston Open uh, you guys can find that on regionalcombatsports.com too. But it's thirty dollars to enter. Um, literally, what we're trying to do is that competitor money is going to be kind of our budget for the year to do like the insurance for all the other events. But you can win three hundred dollars potentially. Or I'm sorry, two hundred dollars potentially. It's a uh, hundred dollars goes to submission of the night, and a uh, hundred dollars goes to each competitor in the match of the night. So we're doing a little something back, but. Um, yeah, once we once we get that going, that'll probably be an annual thing, and we'll just keep this going. Like, I'm probably gonna run some, he's gonna run some, and we're just kind of trying to be a major player. But it's it's gonna take some time and recognition and raising some money to actually like do the things we want to do, like buy a nice set of mats and get some solid ring announcers and, and things like that. But I mean, everybody's been so helpful and like the 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 response has been great. So I mean, like it's just a matter of time, really, because everybody's been so supportive. It, if we just kind of keep doing what we're doing and leveling up the production each time, like it, it's just a matter of time. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, dude, you need anything from us, anything from me? 
Uh, I love doing stuff. I I mean, there's nothing going on for me. I, I need to go somewhere. I need to go watch uh, competition. I don't care at this point if it's, uh you know, tortoise races. No, I'm only kidding. But I need action. So anything you need from me, uh, dude, coming up for this Enigma event or uh, New England Combat Sports, I mean, <laughs> NewEnglandMMA.org, uh, let me know. Absolutely, absolutely. It really, like, we do appreciate it, too. Like, you coming last time, like, it just kind of levels everything up. You know what I mean? When everybody comes together, it's just like, it's just great. Everybody brings something to the table. And that, that's really kind of what this whole thing's been about. Just everybody has something to contribute. So, like, we're just kind of helping put a label on it, make it look pretty, and market it. That's really all it is. And, it like, it helps all the competitors build their brand. It helps us put on more events. So, Exactly, man. Well, congratulations, brother, on everything you're doing on the short time. As far as the media, you've been at the the martial arts and all that for a while now. You know a ton of people. Uh, Sky's the limit for you, brother, because you know these people, you know them personally, and there's a ton of people for you to expose and uh, promote in New England, brother. So last thing, shout out all your social media, uh, how we get a hold of you, and uh, send us off before I talk to Bobby, who I'll be calling in a couple minutes. Awesome. So this is my shout out time. Yeah, you sh- everything sponsors, whatever. Cool. Throw it out there. All right. Shout out to Christos and Connor for helping me out, like initially and giving me a push to actually like start everything. Shout out to Calvin Cater for giving me the time of day and kind of helping me jog this whole thing. Shout out to literally everybody that's been supportive from day one. Like I could name so many people, but like literally, I just started an Instagram and hope for the best. I had a hundred followers the first day because everybody was just all about it. So like. Like I, I'm just I'm just blown away to be a part of New England. Like thank you guys, awesome. Um, you can follow me at New England Combat Sports. Definitely subscribe at uh, regionalcombatsports.com. That's like a big part of our budget. So please, please, please uh, watch your fellow competitors. Don't pirate it. Don't be late. Just yeah. pay the one ninety nine a month. You can cancel anytime. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And thank you, Steve. Obviously, thank you for having me on and give me the platform. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Dude. Tiger King. I'm not talking to Carol Baskin. I'm talking to you. Uh, fucking Carol Baskin. Uh, dude, a pleasure, man. Uh, I'm gonna. I look forward to like uh, hanging out and uh, you know seeing you guys work and getting a uh, you know work alongside you a little bit again uh, down the line, man. So pleasure, bro. Let's talk again when uh, you know de- when the event gets a little closer. We still got a little time. So, uh, man, I'm gonna play the Enigma uh, video, this, the the highlight one of this one coming up. And uh, I'll send you off, brother. So uh, don't hang up. I'm going to play it and I'll say bye to you. So wait a minute. Awesome. Saturday, March 13th. The region's premier grapple. Battle it out at the Enigma Invitational. Sub only no e super fights. Combat jujitsu super fights. An eight-man sub only tournament with $1,000 on the line. Available on demand at regionalcombatsports.com. Saturday, March 13th, the region's premier grapple battle it out at the Enigma Invitational. We are back! Awesome! That was awesome. Uh, I got to check in with Instagram over here. And see if everyone is still... What's up, peoples? Awesome, Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Bobby, I'm calling you in like two minutes. So be uh, be ready. 
Beer ready. All right. So uh, I'm going to take a sip of my beer. Oh, I'm sorry, people out there. Uh, so that video. Oh, there I am right there. I'm missing. I'm missing from the screen. Yeah, that was a great interview. Um, Nick Marcello from New England Combat Sports. Uh, check him out on Instagram. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show their Instagram real quick before. Uh, I'm going to call Bobby while this is happening. So uh, let me get Nick's Instagram up there one more time so you can check his uh, stuff out right there. So I'm going to see if Bobby's ready. Where are you, Bob? All right, so Bob McCarran. Bob, it's a capital C. I didn't know that. Sorry. I'll change it. I can change that shit. I can change it. Oh, you guys can hear me. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Come on, Bobby. So this is uh, New England Combat Sports IG page. You need to check it out. You need to check it out. You need to check it out. Um, so let me shut that down. Let me shut that down real quick. Uh, okay. Before I had our interview, we're going to talk a little bit before Bobby comes on. Uh, because uh, I said 910. Oh, here he is right here. I think he's ready. I think he's ready. Yep, he's ready. Bobby is ready. Bobby McCarron. All right, so I'm going to put his picture up, and I'm going to call him right now. See what's going on. Carlos Career, what's up? Bobby, where are you? Oh, there's no answer. Oh, I got to He called me. Are you there? Where is he? Where is he? Hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, I think he tried to... Oh, he tried to call me. All right, wait. I'm going to wait for him. Bobby, call me. I'll answer it. Sorry. Sorry. Um. All right. Let me try to call him one more time. We've never done this before with uh, Bobby, so I'm going to try to call him one more time. Well, not one more time. I'll call him like 17 times before I get him on this fucking this podcast. There he is. What's up? There's the dude, man. Look at him in this gi and ready to go, man. Did you just get done rolling just now, or you've been wait, uh, watching the show a little bit? Yeah, right now. I just came off the mat. Awesome, man. I'm going to get you up right now. Uh, they can hear you, just can't see you yet. I got your uh, profile picture or something up right there. Uh, where is he? There he is. There he is. Hold on. There he is. Let me get his face in there. There's Bob. Bob. Hello. Is it Robert? Is it Bob? Is it Bobby? Bob. What is... They call me Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. That's awesome, man. Uh, dude, welcome to the show for the first time, man. A pleasure having you on, man. Uh, how's everything going? Everything's great, brother. Glad to be on. Uh, dude. We, we get a lot to talk about because there's a lot of stuff, I, you know, I, you know, when I, the first time I interview someone, I, I, uh, kind of rip into their Facebook and their Instagram. You don't have a Facebook. I just got to say, he just made one. I think it's got like four pictures or whatever, but your Instagram, I was all over that. But are we going to talk about, before we get into the jujitsu stuff, uh, you're a Baba. I'm a Baba. Dude, let me just tell you one thing. I appreciate you. Yeah. I love my Baba, man. That yeah. is, he's like my therapist. He's like, 
he makes me feel incredible. And when I, you know, I never went to a barber up until about eight years ago. And I don't know what I was missing. This guy makes me feel incredible, man. How long you been a barber, bro? Uh, I've been a barber, barber for about eight years. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what you're saying about that is absolutely true. I mean, I think that's where Uncle Bobby came from, too, is like, you know, guys, like especially younger guys, come into my chair and sit down. And like you said, when, when you're a barber, you're more than just, it's more than just cutting somebody's hair. You build the relationships with people. And like, you know, after you cut people for, for many years, you, you, you walk them through a lot of their stuff in their life. You know what I mean? And especially these young kids who I see, maybe I started cutting their hair when they're 13 years old and now they're in their twenties. And that's where uncle Bobby comes in. You know what I mean? Awesome, my man. Uh, dude, uh, I'm going to play a little... I, I, ro I, I robbed a bunch of stuff on your Instagram, brother. I uh, I think I have some uh, pictures of you cutting here. Uh, do you get, um, you know, rolling around, do you cut any of your um, and training partners here? Do they come? I do, I do, I do, yeah. No, so you got a never-ending uh, never uh, supply of uh, people coming in to, to get some work from you, huh? Sure, for sure. And, the, and the thing is, I mean, a, like people, like when you think of a barber, I, I'm sorry I'm on the barber thing, but you, you guys are special. Oh, I, I got to say. I love it. Think about a barber. They just don't, I mean, you're you're a stylist, but you're a barber. You, you guys yeah. are, I mean, you got to go to school for it. it ain't like you're just like yeah. shaving someone's head. But to, right. to, to give someone a shave and all that other stuff, man, uh, there's a lot that goes behind it. And there's a lot involved, man. Uh, you guys make us feel incredible, man. And if I could afford it, I'd go every week. <laughs> That's right. There's an art to that, too. I'm um, a black belt and cutting hair. Oh, you're a black belt and cutting hair? Uh, Uncle Bobby, the black belt. So, all right, my man. Uh, give, give a shout-out where you uh, where you cut hair anyway. Let me just uh, throw that out there. Well, right now, I'm in, um, in between spots because of COVID-19 and all that. So, but... Uh, Basically, you know, I sometimes I'll travel to some people, so I'm in between spots right now. Nice, my man. Well, I'm trying to find you a picture of all your. <laughs> I can't find your ba your barber picture. I had like all picture. I was gonna bust your chops with this because you are uh, my man. Like I just love it when I when I learned about you. I said, "Here's a barber," and uh, you know, I appreciate you. Well, let's talk about jujitsu now, my man. Sure. I met you. Are you going to be like uh, Nick and say, I, I met you before the Enigma tournament? Oh, that was the first time I met you. All right, all right, because he blew my mind when he said he uh, saw me at, like, Triforce, like, five years ago or something like that. But, I was pumped but, to see it. But, yeah, I'm, yeah, because I... I'm here, and I'm a big fan. I, I Thank you, my man. I walked in, and you were, like, the first guy, like you said, there's the ambassador. Now, let me right. just tell you something. Uh, You know already by following me. I'm, I, I can piss a few people off. <laughs> So, so when I walk to a, go to a place I've never been or a thing, it's like when someone knows you, I'm like, uh, you're not a hater. Like, I'm like, you're a hater or you're a lover. You're like, no, I, I love your shit, man. So, uh, I was like, I felt relief right there. Cause I never know what I'm going to run into. You know what I mean? The and, memes, that's the Joe, the, uh, Joe exotic memes are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin. So, um. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude. So you know, you're the first one, and then I didn't even know you were competing, but I seen you before because I, you know, I'm a friend of Christos, and when he opened up, uh, when he opened up Enigma, he had a bunch of like pictures and of guys training, girls training, and you were in a couple of them, and then I saw you in a highlight, uh, highlight film with them at some other tournament. Yeah. 
And uh, and then I saw you on the mat. I'm like, that's the dude. And then you can't miss you because you have the best, uh, you know, the best rash god in 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 the in the New England. Yeah, America. You know, uh, in America. America. <laughs> so, so, buddy, I'm gonna stop talking. And I'm right gonna here. let you talk, Bob. So there you go. So I'm gonna try to find some videos while you're talking about. Let's talk about this journey in jiu-jitsu and how it all got started, my man. Well, okay. So I mean. I actually started off uh, boxing when I was when I was 16 years old at some of a boxing club, and um, my cousin started doing jujitsu probably in about 2009. 2009, they started at a joint, and they told me to come in, and then um, I started moving around the mat. And when I found jujitsu, then I was like, I. I, I was like, there's something to this, you know what I mean? Because the cousins that, like, you know, I was throwing them into the pool and dunking their head under the water with short. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I can't have this. I got, I got to learn and see what this is all about. So uh, that's about, you know. And then off and on, I trained because, you know, I, uh, I was kind of a loser to be honest with you. You know what I mean? I couldn't, I, I didn't have my life together. You know, I was actually kind of a street guy. You know, basically a loser, right? Um, and then, wait a minute, why is that a loser? Were you breaking windows of cars and stuff like I was that? A loser. Let's just say I wasn't doing what I, what I should have. All right. Doing. Okay. I'm doing now and you know I got lost for many years and then um you know a couple years back you know I was at a real bad place in my life you know I was you know I'd lost my family you know what I mean I was kicked out of the place that I live with my uh, um my home and I had nothing you know and uh, uh I walked into Mamal BJJ um He's the head instructor here, and he's been a friend of mine for many years. As soon as he came here from Brazil, I had nothing, I, I, and I knew I was missing something. And I, I went up to him, and I said, listen, I said, I, I got nothing, but I have a feeling that I need this in my life again. And he said, man, you come here every day, and I promise you your life's going to get better. And I haven't left since. And it's been, you know, it's been like two and a half years since I've been back and all these blessings have been coming into my life. I got my family back. He now has, he now he has me teaching the kids classes here. My children are in the jujitsu classes here. And now rather than being a loser, I'm a role, I'm a role model to these kids here at the uh, jujitsu Academy. You, uh, you gained wisdom, street knowledge, and you have a lot to give back to these kids, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your, your, your gym here and uh, a recent promotion of yours because uh, yeah. it shows, you know, all the hard work that you put in and the passion and uh, the steady work that you've been putting in. Let's talk about it, buddy. Uh, promoted the Purple Belt recently. Yeah, I was promoted to Purple Belt um, at the graduation. Um, so I, there was two graduations. There was the kids' graduation, and then there was the adult graduation. I was at the kids' one promoting my children. My my kids and my nephew, they all got promoted to their first belt promotion. So I was there for that. And then I said, you know, I'm going to stay around for the promotion because, you know, a lot of I have a lot of friends here. And, you know, jujitsu is a grind. you got to show up every day. You know what I mean? And, you know, you don't just you don't get promoted every week, every month. You know, it's six months to a year where you get a promotion. And I just wanted to hang around and see some guys, you know, um, you know, get their promotions after all the hard work they did. And I was just here for support. And then my uh, my sensei, Mamao, surprised me with the purple belt. I had no idea I was going to get it. Excellent, man. Well, while you were talking about it, uh, I just played the video of uh, the promotion you walking through. Uh, how was that feeling? I mean, not only to be promoted, but you walk through that line there. Let's talk about that. 
uh, to people that don't know what goes on with the judicial promotions, what is that walk, that path that you walk there, and what does that mean? What, when they whip you? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a Brazilian tradition with some schools where when you get a belt promotion, you got to walk through that line, and then you, you just get a rap on the back. You know what I mean? You get, well, you get more than a rap. You get a few raps on the back. But, you know, I mean... And you feel, honestly, you feel like the pain of that for the next week or so. And for me, it brings me back to everything that I just went through to get me to that to that position, you know, to that promotion where I'm at right now. So it's a it's a great feeling. Pain is temporary, and that's yeah. jujitsu too. You're gonna go through a lot of pain. There's gonna be a, you're gonna you're gonna bump your head go going through this path, and then I guess that kind of represents that the pain is temporary. And through the other through the other side, there's a goal that you can reach. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, you're reaching so many goals right now as far as personal goals and, you know, goals on the mat, getting your purple belt there, brother. Well, let's talk about the Enigma and uh, how you got, you know, how'd you started hanging out with those kids? Oh, one last thing, my friend, uh, not one last thing, but about the, the promotion. When you're on the sidelines whipping these people coming through, you seem like a guy that just doesn't whip and you might throw a noogie in there or something like that, is it? <laughs> I get a little pass, you know. Are you like, wait a minute? Is Uncle Bob like the last person in line? Like this is the last person you got to go to before you make it to, you know, over that bridge? I just a little slap, a little slap on the ass. I I can't bring it to. I can't, uh, you know, I can't bring myself to hurt someone like that. You know what I mean? Awesome. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, you know, do you do it to everyone? There might be someone getting their black belt promotion. I'm sure you're not. Rick. Black belts don't. Black belts don't get it. Black belts, they they did their time. They don't oh, get that's it. it. How 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 high do we go? When is it? To when brown. is it? To brown to belt. Brown. That's it, huh? And then the black belts don't get it. They they've done their time. Awesome. Learning something every day here on the. the if you don't. The black belts. The black belts do the whipping. Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole line of there. Yeah. Their belts are thick and heavy too. They got that's you know right. years of sweat on them things, man. That's right. All right, right. Bro brother, let's talk about Enigma and, uh, you know, how you got uh, involved with them kids over there and, you know, where I met you at that uh, grand opening tournament, bro. Yeah, so um, Connor Barry, you know, I started training with Connor Barry, too, at that time. When I first started training with uh, Mamau, I also met Connor Barry at a barbershop that I was working at. And, um, you know, he had me going over to Defensive Edge and training with him on the weekends and in between and stuff. And then one day I met Christos there and I uh, was rolling with Christos and uh, him and I actually became friends, you know. And uh, from there, we stayed in touch over the past year. Once he started making these moves, you know, he was, he, you know, he put me on pretty much, you know, and I just, you know, and I'm really grateful for everything that he's done. And like, he's the one who really coined that phrase, Uncle Bobby. <laughs> That's a great great name there and you talk about um connor berry uh you get uh you work with defensive edge too you uh yeah. as you jump over yeah. there too right yeah yeah so i do i mean mamao is my my home gym that mamao is my sensei he's more than just you know you know just a professor here you know what i mean and uh you know everything all the roads lead back here for me as far as that goes but i do cross train i do no key training with um with um connor barry I also do private lessons with Placido Santos, and then I go up to um, Henzo Gracie, New, uh, New Hampshire, and, and train um, under Nick Fury as well. Woo! Uh, yeah. Monsters that you go. Uncle Bobby's getting his ass kicked, isn't he? 
Hey, dude. Story of Blasio. No, no, that that don't happen. Yeah. So, dude, uh, you know, I had uh, one of your training partners on last week, uh, Jack Stapleton, who uh, recently got promoted too. So it's a small world. You guys, uh, you know, I just met you, but. You know, I should have known you for a while because I know Jack and all of them. But, uh, you know, it takes me a little while to get to the older guys, man. I'm all about the young kids first. Well, and honestly, um, you know, I kind of just started really gaining some notoriety recently. You know what I mean? Like after that Mata Leon tournament, you know, that's when everything started blowing up for me. When when Christos and any combat sports kind of put me on. Yeah, definitely, and we need more of that. They're doing it in big ways. Uh, we needed that. Uh, we needed something coming out of COVID, in COVID, uh, yep. to, to light a fire, and these kids came out, not only uh, Christos as a competitor, but as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a dude that can build a team. Uh, they're they're all doing it, man, and, and you know, I'm, I'm happy for you guys, man. You, you kind of gave us something to look forward to. I mean, we got fighters in MMA that are fighting in the UFC and, you know, in small regional, uh, you know, fights around, you know, around the region, but I mean, not around the, the country, but to have something actually happening in, in New England, uh, you know, to this magnitude, I mean, there's a lot of tournaments, a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments. To, to, to have uh, what Enigma did with New England Combat Sports, pay-per-view promotions and all the people involved, to put that on with the with the skill level that's there, man, that's something that uh you know everyone should come and watch and want to be a part of as far as with nothing going on, not only just you know BJJ fans, just combat sports fans in great. general. And the media that they're putting out for it is is great. It's yeah. like a show, you know what I mean? It's a show. It's like a movie you're watching as well. They're doing a great job with the media. Exactly, and that's what's bringing you know it, it's bringing uh, the, the 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 competitors, uh, it's bringing them views, it's bringing them everything, and it's making them want to compete even more and get out there. It, I mean, it, it's a reward. You know what I mean? You don't have to win. You don't have to be get the gold. You don't have to win the money. You watch yourself compete, and they put on a great. Uh, you know, a highlight or or event, streaming it or whatever, man. You got that forever. You know what I That's mean? That's right. That's right. So, uh, my friend, I did find I did find your Baba pictures, but we're gonna set we're gonna we're gonna show your Baba pictures at the end of the at the end of yep. the interview, man. Yep. Uh, so Enigma, you were at Enigma. We're gonna get to that a couple more minutes, and then we're gonna move on to your matchup for the next uh event coming up. Yeah. But how'd you feel at a, at the event? Uh, it was great. Like as far as me, I live in in the Providence area. It's masks on all the time. There's no touching. There's no nothing. You know, there's nothing. I went to New Hampshire, which literally was to get to where you guys were competing in Enigma, uh, the gym there, was literally like an hour and fifteen minutes, if that. Man, you know, an hour and fifteen minutes, and you're in America again. Exactly, and that's what I felt when I walked in there, and I, you know, why you guys were setting up and and stuff like that. It felt like a whole, it felt like what the world sh- was like, kind of like normal. You know what yes. I mean? When you, it, w- it was a breath of fresh air. I was telling Christos, I was like, this is like reality. You know right. what I mean? And um, it, it was just great to see. And you guys, you know, it's something that opened my eyes and I want to be more, more a, a, a part of and watch we, more of it. Yeah. We need you, brother. Yeah, definitely. I'm all over it, my man. Yeah. So as far as that, 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 that submission grappling is exciting. 
You know, I mean, there's a lot of talented guys out there displaying their, their skills, and it's nice to be a part of. It, it definitely is, and it's just the seeing what these kids are doing out there, not just kids, you, I mean, what the body can do, but what they're... Um, you know, just the progression. Call me a kid again. It's all right. Well, dude, compared to me, you're an uncle. I'm a grandfather. You know, they call me Grandfather <laughs> Steve, not but not Uncle Steve. <laughs> so <laughs> I just look good for my age. That's all. <laughs> so, I mean, these kids out there are wizards. I mean, you got Jack Stapleton, you got Crystals, you got uh, you know the, the you know. Fiori, who doesn't look like this kid that wraps your legs into like pretzels, but he he just kills you out there. You know what I mean? These different these different styles of yeah. these young killers coming up, man. It must feel great to be ever to be in the middle of that. Yeah, I'm just glad to just to to, to rub elbows with those guys. To be honest with you, you know. And a show like that, it was just great to, to to have that much talent and you guys just putting on it and everyone loving it. And, uh, man, we got a second one coming up. Yes, sir. And uh, this time, are you in a super fight or are you in uh, a super fight? So yeah. let's exp let's explain. Last time you were in a tournament with, uh, was it? Fight the last one as well. Oh, that's fight. right. That's right. You weren't yeah. in the tournament. You had that that mass that great match right there. Uh, great competitive. What was the kid's name that you uh that you went against? Chris Scott. Nice kid. Talk to him after. Uh, you know, competitor. Really want. Really want. What's that? Tough guy. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Uh, definitely. Great match, man. Uh, great match up until the end, man. Great, uh, you know, great camaraderie between you guys, man. And I talked to him after, and, man, it, it's the same thing. The, 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 when you lose, you're not mad. You're like, shit. You know what I yeah. mean? It's more like, I, you know what I mean? I, had, I missed it, and, and that's part of learning, right? That's right. It gives you film to study. You it, know what I mean? See where you went wrong, where you can, what you need to drill, what you need to work on so you can get better the next time. At least that's what I, at least that's what I do, and I hope other competitors are doing as well. Excellent. Well, here we are again, man. March, uh, what is it? March twelfth, March thirteenth. Yeah. It's a Saturday. Uh, you got another uh tournament coming right now. Let's yeah. talk about it, man. How excited are you getting into this? And uh, is this just like the other one? It's a super super fight. It isn't. It's yeah. not. It's not combat jujitsu. It's it's regular. No, not combat jujitsu. No, I've been getting hit my whole life. <laughs> well, not voluntarily, at least. <laughs> awesome man uh let me see if i can find this i want to see uh see if i can find the ad uh oh here it is right there and you are going against uh i don't i don't want to butcher his name and i should it's michael michael hebert yeah yeah he was in the last tournament was he not yeah he yeah. went. He went for not that I wouldn't have mind seeing him do more. You know, have, but he went for a flying move in the beginning of his match, yeah, and he, kidding, yeah. and he was he was disqualified, right? Disqualified, yeah. Now let I'm me good. ask. Let me ask you a question before we get to that. Um, is is that allowed in the super fight, or is or is it no? All no, right, no. For that venue, um, they have specific rules where they're trying to keep people safe. You know, because where it's not a where it's not a huge place, you know, you know, and uh, you know some fly, some flying stuff, you could end up getting into. You know, some can get really badly injured. You know, um, so they're trying to keep that trying to keep that at a minimum. I understand. I understand totally. Um, nice guy, man. I I follow him on uh, I follow him on Instagram. Ever since uh, Enigma, I met a lot of jujitsu guys there, uh, women there that I started following on uh, Instagram, checking them out. 
So uh, he's one of them, and I know he was on uh, New England Combat Sports' uh, new podcast. I know you have an episode, I think, coming out soon yeah. also with them. Real yeah. nice guy. Do you know him other than uh, from maybe meeting him at Enigma? I met him at the Mata Leon, and then, uh, again, I met him at in, in, uh, the Enigma tournament. Nice guy. Really nice guy, and uh, he might be an uncle too. I mean, he when I saw yeah. him when I saw him on Instagram talking about uh, competing, he said, "You know, I wanted to go against them youngsters over there." So uh, right there, I kind of like uh, liked them right away. That's so, right. That's right. So uh, he said the same thing to me. He said the same thing to me. He appreciates me getting in there with the, with the older guys, just trying to make some waves with these young cats. Awesome man. Seems like a really really good guy. I'm gonna watch his uh, watch his um, his podcast. With New England, with Nick, uh, when we get done, when I drive home today. But uh, talk about the event. Talk about the matchup. How you feeling about it? I mean, uh, you didn't get you didn't get to see him work much, but yeah, you know, yeah. you know, what are you anticipating here? Is is there uh, thoughts going into this match, or do you just work yourself on your I'm, your own game? Playing my game. I'm just playing my game and do jujitsu. You know what I mean? Take what I'm given. Try to get myself into into uh, positions where where I can get a submission. You know, and work and work my stuff. You know, uh, you know, I, I sometimes I will study some some tape and look at what, what some guys do and stuff like that. But ultimately, too, it's just like, you know, I'm going to go do jujitsu. I'm going to I'm going to try and stay as sharp as I can, you know, try not to make mistakes and capitalize when, when the opportunities arise. Excellent, my man. Well, dude, uh, you got a fan here, man. As soon as you said hi to me at the Enigma event. And uh, you know, and and then I found you're a Baba. Forget it, man. I love you, bro. Yep. We're gonna be talking all the time. I'll be uh, your message. And I'm Italian too. Exactly, man. Exactly. I There's nothing. Irish last name, but, but yeah. I'm Italian too. Yeah, I I can tell by your accent, how you yeah. talk, and everything. That, and just like I know you want to slap people in the head already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my man. Hey, before I get before I let you give shout outs and you know get, get home and take a shower and stuff, I your coach is probably get the hell out of my gym, man. It's it's it's, nah, it's nah. time. <laughs> Uh, dude, um, man, what what's in store for you? What, what what's 2021? What do you what, what's going on? Is it tournaments up until the end of the year? What's going on with you? I'm not, so I'm trying to do tournaments anytime they come up. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, you know, I, anytime something comes up, I want to train it. I want to uh, compete as much as possible. You know what I mean? Just to to go through the the mental fight of it, and then and then you know the the actual actual physical part of it of of getting ready for it. You know, like I like the 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 year prior, I didn't really, I didn't really compete much. I had, I, I competed at Naga about a year before, and I did not do well. Right, I did, I did pretty bad. And then from that, from that point on, I literally just went into the lab and just sharpened this sword and just worked on all my stuff. You know what I mean? And got, and now I feel like I'm at a level where I, where I can get out there and I can make some waves. You know. So for the for twenty for twenty uh, for the next for twenty twenty one. You know, it's it basically just comes out to me getting better at jujitsu, competing as much as possible, and I want to go to and, and become a world champion this year. This year, I want to I'm going to go to the IBJJF tournaments and try to win a Pan American and try to win a a, a world championship. Excellent, my man. Well, I love it, man. I love what you got going on, uh, dude. Uh, I'm gonna show we're gonna we're, I'm gonna show you Baba pictures before I let you go and uh, be, before that, listen I got an idea with me and you, Miss, uh, but you know uh, Uncle and Granddad here, uh, you know 
We got a we got a little while before uh, this uh, before this tournament in March, man. Uh, it might make my Baba piss, but you know I you know but you know I think I could talk to him, bring him down. You know what I mean? I think yep. I need to come sit in your chair and I need you to cut my hair while we interview or something like that. Maybe it could be after this uh, next yeah. tournament. But uh, you got you got a bunch going, man. I got to come down, sit in your chair, and we could do an interview right in that chair. I'd love to do that. That'd be great. It'd be cool, man. We could do it. We could do it live. We could do it edited. Yeah, you say your bob, and I'm borrowing. <laughs> exactly. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a hot sort, man. I'm a model over here. How do you do it? Yeah, anyway. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's easy with it like that. Come on! Oh my God! All right, my man. I'm gonna show. Uh, I'm gonna show some Baba pictures real quick of you, man. Uh, you don't know what they are. They were just a few from me Instagram, but I want to see you in the more. You got the razor. You got the squirt bottle, man. I'm gonna show you in action. And yeah. then, you, wait a minute. Last question about the Baba thing. What's Do you, up? Does the Baba have a Baba? The Baba has a Baba. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy comes and sees me. Awesome, my guy. Awesome, my man. But could you cut your own hair if you had to? I could, but I, I never was a fan of doing all it. Right. Like, you, gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta do all kinds of weird things with mirrors and stuff like that. And you know, like you said, sometimes it's nice to just sit down and have yeah. a chat with like get your hair cut and relax. Exactly, man. Dude, <laughs> let me just tell you, last thing on the barber shit. Uh you guys, uh, you know, my guy, uh, you know, we, you know, we've had conversations. We've almost cried together, man. It's been good stuff. Uh, I love my Baba, man. And uh, I know a ton of people love you for what you do for them. Last thing, uh, Bobby, man. Shout outs. How we get in touch with you? I know your Instagram is growing and these comp these competitions just going to off the hook, man. Throw it all out there, my friend. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can get me on Instagram. I don't have a, a Facebook that I actually use because it got stolen by some guy in Egypt. That's why I don't get on Poon it. Punjab, fucking Punjab. I God, he took, he, he took <laughs> all my... But so on my, my Instagram, Bobby Da Baba. So Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y-D-A-B-A-H-B-A with the Boston accent. They, exactly. I got it right here on the screen, man. And you have to say it just like that, brother. And you say it just like that, man. Uh, dude, you know, when I meet people for the first time, I'm I'm in the Providence area and stuff. They think I have like a, a, a Boston, New York accent. You have that same fucking one. It's sexy right. as fuck, bro. It's ah. sexy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. <laughs> it's deadly. <laughs> All right, my man. I'm gonna let you go, brother. It's a pleasure, man. Let's. Uh, well, I'll definitely see you at the tournament. We'll. Uh, you know, we'll. 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 I'll be sending out memes daily. Till then, and uh, man, pleasure. Well, a quick shout out to to Mau Mau BJJ. We're we're at um ten eleven Fellsway, Medford, Mass. Come by anytime. Um, I want to give a shout out to um Christos. Christos Papadelos, Enigma Jiu-Jitsu, um, Connor Barry at Defensive Edge, Placido Santos, Henzo Gracie, a, a student under John Danaher, Nick Fiore up at Henzo Gracie, New Hampshire, and all those guys up there that we train with. Awesome, my man. Well, Bobby. Oh, yeah, any combat sports, too. And if I forgot anybody else, I'm sorry. That's all right, my man. You, I think you covered it all, brother. Hey, bro, pleasure, man. Great chatting with you. Great meeting you at the show. And great uh, just being able to pick your brain and, uh, you know, get to know you. Hey, Steve, one more thing. Actually, I got a shout out to my wife. Because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff. Excellent, my man. Uh, does she come to the competitions? 
she comes to some of them, yeah. Some of them she just hangs back. It's usually because we got the kids, and the kids can be tough. To, oh. to, uh, tough to contain but actually my son was at the last one awesome my man well uh pleasure brother and i'm glad everything is uh you know looking up and uh you're making waves in the in the with these kids out there man um bro i'll be talking to you man and you have a great great uh great week thanks brother i appreciate it take care later oh what an awesome friggin what an awesome chat man that fucking dude is awesome let me see if my instagram is shutting off uh, I'm just going to shut my Instagram off before. Actually, I'm I'm signing off in a couple of minutes. Uh, Bobby McCarron right there. I probably, uh, I, th I thought it was MC, not a capital C because, you know, I was looking at other posters or whatever. But anyway, great, great podcast tonight with Nick Marcello from New England Combat Sports and Bobby McCarron uh, from Mau Mau. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, the Baba, the Baba, uh, a great friend of mine now. I love that guy already. Uh, I love them all. I love all you kids out there and you are all kids to me because I'm old as fuck. So last thing I want to throw this up one more time is Richie Santiago is fighting on February 12th. Also Fabio Soret fighting on February 12th, LFA, Fabio will be fighting for the LFA light heavyweight 205 professional title there on UFC Fight Pass. I would imagine that is the main event. Santiago, Richie Santiago will be fighting on same date, only he'll be fighting for Titan FC against, I don't know his name, first name, Montez, Montez. Montez, I would imagine, he is 6-0, young dude. Richie is also a young dude, but like I said before, I think uh, his his cage time will be the factor in here. Richie, I have for the win, of course. And Fabio, of course, will either choke this guy out or knock him out with the hands from 401 Boxing. Uh, last thing I'm going to do right here, I'm going to throw up my Connor memes. These... Two memes right here were off the hook, were my best memes of the weekend. They're still going viral, people out there. So follow, let me throw them up one more time. Follow me on Ambassador the Fighters if you want to see a bunch of shit posts. A lot of MMA stuff up there, but I uh, throw a lot of shit posts up there too on MMA and a lot of uh, controversial stuff uh, just to get the chat going. Because that's what I do, people. I am that guy that throws the stuff out there no one else wants to throw out there because I have the balls of steel. So with that said, I'm going to play Enigma's, uh, Enigma 2, I should call it. Their second, second tournament. Um, this highlight or this promotional video is made by Pay-Per-View Productions who work alongside Enigma on these tournaments. So with that said... Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Instagram, thank you so much, man. Great show, great show. I'll uh, see you next week. Next week, I will have Blaine. Blaine on. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. I don't want to get you woodies. All right, we out. See ya. Saturday, March 13th, the region's premier grapple. Battle it out at the Enigma Invitational. Sub-only.
Jiu-Jitsu Super Fights. An eight-man sub-only tournament with $1,000 on the line. Available on demand at regionalcombatsports.com. Saturday, March 13th. 